and we live. Yeah, what up, just people? like that? How what we up, doing y'all? tonight? Uh, is excessive? Is it actually your birthday? He said it's his birthday. Oh shit! Happy birthday, my guy. He said he only asked for one thing for his birthday, and that was to prone the bro be less than ten minutes late. Mm. Technically, uh, we're early though. I mean, we technically, technically are. We're early. It's a six thirty show normally. And it's five forty right now, so you know. So we are early. Yeah, we early as fuck. We did it for your birthday, excessive. Happy birthday, my boy. If that's true, happy birthday. Very one happy time birthday. for my guy. Mm. Happy birthday. Uh, welcome everyone, though. UFC Fight Night. Ankalaev versus Santos. Mm. This card, this main card is actually a very good main card. There's a lot of good fights. It is. Uh, even on the undercard, we got some good prospects. I would say this is a pretty decent card overall, just looking at it. I know we cannot judge a book by its cover because we've done that many times, but. Um, <laughs> but we know so the far? goat's back. The goat is back. Before we even. Inchukwi? Inchukwi's, Inchukwi's already goaded for what he's done in the <laughs> UFC. I mean, he's. He got into the UFC at what three and zero? Yeah, I think <laughs> you know what so. I'm saying? Shout out to him, but uh, I'm talking about. Oh wow, Chris Montino, Chris Montino, bro. People, this guy has a name for himself in the UFC for just getting the shit kicked out of him. Pretty much, right? Pretty much. I mean, that's basically who he is, and everyone what, knows. What does it take for you to be? What is the 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 formula to become a, a UFC star? It's like. No one knows. You can't create it. There's no. There's nothing that you can duplicate or recreate. It's either you are, or you are not. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter whether you're winning, you're losing, charisma, any of it. it it's just. What is it? You don't choose the life; it chooses you. <laughs> what is it? I mean, he's people a, love this dude. He's a star because, like I said, he just literally just did not go down. He just got the shit kicked out of him. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I guess is that does that deserve fame and stardom? I mean, in a sense, <laughs> I guess with MMA because it's admirable. The ass whooping he took was admirable. Yeah, that's crazy. He 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 was in there. He was in there. He was durable. Um, he kept coming forward. Fucking O'Malley broke his hands. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one of his hands were broken, and the dude just kept coming, kept coming, and kept coming, and kept coming. And there's there's some. There's a level of respect you got to give to a motherfucker that just doesn't, that doesn't quit, never like. says die, right? Just never wants to give up. But. Mm. And Excessive brought up a good point. He said he had a good story, too, in my opinion. People want to see this guy do well. What's his story? Uh, his story is basically that he was working, I think he said, like, at a warehouse or, like, just taking, like, sh- shit off trucks and stuff like that. And um, he, uh, he basically was just working so many hours trying to make ends meet, and he was about to just, you know, like, do that for the rest of his life. And then he, I guess, got... Sounds like white mediocrity <laughs> to me. Hey, I mean, I don't make this up. That's what That's he said. the story? I think so, yeah. I think he I said... This. I'm sorry, I had to say it. And then he it. said... Were you waiting for me to say it? <laughs> I know someone was going to say it, so I had to <laughs> no, say it. No, I was struggling. I couldn't... I was not paying attention. I'm um, trying to get myself set up. And then, he, yeah, he said something about, like, yeah. We all got sad stories, bro. Some, mm-hmm. some worse than others. And that story... That's the, that's the common story we, of we all got that we all used to work bro we all had to work you worked at walmart didn't you i worked mad places <laughs> mad places i worked you'll be, pressed to, you'll be pressed to find a place that really didn't work really <laughs> yeah at one point i worked two jobs at the same time at two different real retail, retail retailers 
at the at the wait, same hours. Literally at the same time. Clocked in. Clocked in. Went down the block. Two, clocked in at two places at once. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Homie, they they call me on the on. Uh, they be calling me over the thing. My boy, you know Keenan. Keenan will be working there. Be like, yo, bro, you got to get back. <laughs> They're looking for you. <laughs> Boom! I'm back over there. With I'm the, going with the right vest on. Right, switching the vest on the way through the mall, different That's ends hilarious. of the mall, like this. Mm-hmm. That's so Wait. funny. Actually. I pulled that for like almost two months, and then they found out. They found out, <laughs> and I worked overnight. Works. And I worked overnight uh-huh. at a BJ's yeah. all at once. Damn, work Savage. smarter, not harder. Savage. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's actually so funny. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, this fight. How how do we see this fight playing out? I I love to see this is guy's second fight, right? Uh, Chris Moutinho. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is only his second fight. And also Guido Canetti. That's the guy that's coming off the... Uh, oh, wait, no, never mind. Guido Canetti, he's oh, on a three-fight losing streak. I think that people want to see... Uh, this is a good time for us to actually see what uh, what this guy can do. Chris. You know what I mean? I mean, he had a tough debut. You know what I mean? He went out there and, and put it all on the line. You know what I'm saying? But... um. Now we're gonna get to see what he's made of, and this is everybody's gonna be tuning in just because of the amount of noise he made in his last fight. So this is a huge opportunity for him Definitely. to even raise his stock even more. Mm. Like you said, we finally get to see what he's actually, I mean, made of. I mean, because we yeah. know he's tough. We know he's tough, but we don't we didn't get to see anything besides that. Yeah, it takes no more than just being tough to win fights, though. Does he have skill? You know what I'm saying? It takes more. Than, yeah, you got. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to see that. We're gonna see mm. what you could do out there. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, odds are for that fight, Chris Moutinho is the favorite at minus 140 and Guido Canetti underdog at plus 120. All right. Okay. What do you, which one next? What do we got? Next up, we got, I just want to talk about whatever fight you deem worthy of oh, on the us prelims? talking about right now on the prelims. All right. I don't have to go through every single fight right yeah, now. That's fine. I mean, well, first of all, the, the first fight of the night, I would I like that one. Mm-hmm. Chukwi and Azmat Murkaranov. That'll be a good fight. They're going to be thrown down, I feel like, the entire time. And Chukwi getting a, a undefeated prospect. Yep. Dana White Contender Series guy. He had a TKO win in August of 2021. 10-0 record. Seven wins by KO, TKO, one by submission, and two by submission. Nice. Um, But in Chukwi, like you said, we when he got into the UFC, he was 3-0. Dana White Contender Series, he went into the Contender Series at 3-0, and and that was his fourth professional win, I guess. Wow. With a head kick. Wow. So he won in 4-0 into the UFC. Uh, oh, wow. He also fought William Knight in 2020. Yeah, I remember that fight. I remember that. That's when, that's when William Knight made a splash on the scene when everyone was talking about how much he can bench, bench and shit. Like, that right. was nuts. Well, he is absolutely massive. Yeah, and that dude up. is a tank. But does benching like matter in MMA? Um, not so much, but being strong does. The string strong never hurts. You know? <laughs> so he was strong as shit. Excessive said we can skip minimum two fights in the prelims. FYI. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's giving us the go ahead. Uh, but yes, this is another fight that I wanted to talk about. Damon Jackson versus Camelo Kirk. Damon Jackson, uh, got into the UFC pretty late in his MMA career. I'm not sure if he was in the UFC already. I believe he was in the UFC, got released, fought fought a few places, including PFL, um, made a return, 
and I believe we fought on the same card at the last last event. You would be correct. He w- came to the UFC at 2014, lost no contest, and then had a draw and got cut. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't make it back to the UFC until 2020. Nice. This guy's been all over. A mad experience. 19 and four is a great record. That's yeah, a very good record. Um, very good on the ground. Good durability. Good scramble ability. Um, not afraid to make the make the the fight nasty. He'll walk into your space immediately and get right into your face. His last fight was a bloodbath, man. You mm. remember that? Yes. I don't remember who he fought, but I remember. I'm walking into the apex. Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa. That was the fight. Yeah. I get off the bus. I'm walking into the ro- the apex, right? And the first thing you see when you walk into the apex is a big monitor of whatever fights are going on before your fight, right? And the moment I walk in on the screen, I look up and it's just. The canvas is just painted. It's just straight blood everywhere. And I'm like, all right, it's that type of night. Yeah. So you already know when you get in there. Personally, I like that because when there's blood on the canvas, it's hard to explain this feeling to people who've never really experienced it. But when you go to the arena, it's it's a fit. The canvas initially is very clean. It's 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 all the logos. It's fresh. It smells good. And then as the fights go on, people bleed on it. You know what I mean? People spit bloody. It's nasty. It gets nasty, right? Mm. But it's it's slippery. It can be slippery at times. You know what I mean? So what you would do is you put a little bit of water on the floor. I don't know if you see the fighters put water on the floor. But I feel like all that blood gives it more grip mm. so you can move. And also, it kind of just sets the tone for the night. Right. It sets the tone for the night. It gives you a feeling of like, all right, well, I'm ready to contribute to the to, to the, the canvas. <laughs> I don't want to. You know what I mean? But I'm prepared. Mm. I'm prepared to contribute, you know, whether it's mine or my opponents. You know what mm. I mean? And it's a mindset that you got to get into. So um, it's an interesting feeling. That actually is a wild feeling, and I would have never even thought of that. Yeah, especially when you get there. The night before, remember, you get to see the canvas. True, it's all the clean. Night like before, you it's said, all yeah. clean. You're doing interviews outside of the octagon. It just looks like this training spot. Mm-hmm. Like everyone trains, and then the next day, it's a battleground it's an arena filled with blood and and just a whole bunch of like nasty shit gladiator shit yes yeah, it's, it's disgusting but it's nothing like it mm, that really nightmares that's wild absolutely 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 real hasbullah said asked do they clean the canvas every fight they spray it from what i know they never used to but since covid i've seen them start to With spray thing, in between yeah. ever since there's nothing. Like the COVID is lax now because there's a war over. So COVID is just said, I am out of here. Yeah. So, um, COVID clocked out. <laughs> COVID clocked out, right? <laughs> so, um, ever since that happened, I feel like, um, they they went back to not spraying it. This is so this is back to normal. Yeah, this is back to normal. You just fight. Well, there's your answer. Um, but yes, Damon Jackson's last fight against Charles Rosa was an absolute bloodbath. Um, but Camilla Kirk. This is his second UFC appearance. His UFC debut is against Makwan Amir Khani, where he won by unanimous decision in 2021 of June. So I don't know too much about this guy, uh, Kamala Kirk, but I do know Damon Jackson. I know that he is a very good fighter and a phenomenal grappler. So I feel like I'm going to go with Damon Jackson in this one. Yes, sir. Next up, we got Trevin Jones, five-star. Trevin five-star Jones versus... Javid Basharat, the Snow Leopard. <laughs> what do you think about nicknames like that? Like dudes be having like three syllable, like three words, like a full sentence for their nickname. I don't know. I mean, the Snow Leopard. I feel like that's kind of cool. 
But then I feel like it's there's an a lot. Animal, so. yeah. A lot. No leopard. It's like a, like Joe Smith, the boxer. Mm. Joe, the iron worker, Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, all right. that's, a, that's a bit much. Right. Iron worker. No, but he's an actual iron worker. You know what I'm saying? Like, still kept his job through his whole boxing career, became world champion. And his name is Savage, Joe. still an iron worker. Joe Smith. Strong as a fucking ox. His name is Joe Smith. That's like the most generic name ever. Yeah. <laughs> you meet this guy, is like the most generic person. He's just like. A guy. Guy. <laughs> you know, you look at it, you don't think he's like, that motherfucker hits like a sledgehammer. And I, I think that's from all that fucking iron work over the years. True. That probably. motherfucker hit you, you like, oh, all right. The iron worker, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's okay. I accept it. I accept it. Um, he get a he get a pass on his name. It's stupid yeah, as it yeah. is. He gets a pass on his name. Well, Hasbula gave Phil a name. It's Phil the Booty Clapper Lorelli. Mm. Wow, I like that. Mm. You like that? I do like that a lot. But if you fighting, uh, is that a good thing? I mean, if I'm clapping cheeks in the octagon. Oh, <laughs> okay. My bad. I thought I thought about it differently. What were you thinking? Oh, you thought I was twerking? Yeah, I thought you were twerking. Sounds like I. Right, you know what? <laughs> but I know how you get So listen man Trevin Jones <laughs> Trevin Jones um, I'm rocking with Trevin Jones uh, Javid Is just Javid's um, is UFC debut. debut Yes this is his okay. UFC debut uh, He's coming Or he's undefeated though 11-0 5 wins by uh, KOTKO 6 by submission nice. So he's finished all of his fights um, Do we dare do it though? Mm. Do it You wanna do it So you do I it I wanna Randy. do it Do it Go ahead Click on his last win his last win against his last two. All right. Well, his last was on uh, Dana White Contender Series. All right. Before the Contender Series, click on it. How did he win in the Contender Series? Finish guillotine. Nice. All right. This was a Bravo choke. Fourteen and two record. Ooh. Okay. All right. Let's go. His doctor stoppage before that TKO. Three and three. All right. Let's go one more. One more. One more. TKO punches. Five and one. He's solid. All right, that's not bad. He's solid. He's so- that's rare. That's good. That's rare. He's solid. So I mean, oh, and Chad is saying Javid is a lock. They're saying Javid He's is solid. good. Javid is a lock. He's solid. Now I gotta go look at him. I gotta go look at him. But oh, also Cam the Jellyman is here. It says Wagwan. My boy Cam the Jellyman. And Wagwan. Cookie Man Max says Sub Randy and Co. Yo, Minimum. Cookie Man Max, what up, yo? You mad bro? Said yo, what up, homies? Good to see you guys. What, what up, up bro? what up, what up, yo? Long you time, mad, man. I didn't see y'all in a Everybody, while. What's good? What's up, everyone? What up? What up? What up? Welcome, welcome back. Mm. We Kamar gave me another nickname, Phil Street Shitter Lorelli. Mm. There we go. Actually, <laughs> we rough. saw a guy doing that in Philly, and I thought of you. Really? Yeah, we did think of you. Really? Is this the streets of Philly? <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> regular <yeah>. shit. <laughs> no Wasn't that where, where, was that where you were at when you did it? No, no, he was, no. In I was in Springfield. Boston? I was in Springfield. Oh, Yo. of course, Randy remembers <laughs> that. That's, it was a uh, it was an overpass, right? And mm-hmm. dude, you know, in the overpass, you have like uh, homeless people and you know addicts and stuff, like asking for money mm-hmm. under the bridge and stuff, right at the light. Just casually pull up, you know, that's his spot. So he just is like, you know what? He just leaned up, put his back on a wall yeah. on a. On a column underneath the fucking experience. trussle, experience. Because <laughs> he's not gonna sit there and hold a squat. You know what I mean? You don't want the shit to get on like his drawers or nothing like that. So he made sure he put his back, in, put his feet far out, put yep. his back against the wall, let it rock. Let you it rock. saw tight. shit come out? Nah, I just saw the the 
the squat pants down. And I didn't see. I didn't look. That's the one. Oh, nice. well, I look. Yeah, everybody though. Nah, but I mean, I, I can't see. say anything. Yeah, I mean, we know, <laughs> you, we know. You <laughs> definitely can't. I can't. I mean, no, I've I've never done that. So in I can't Discord, there's a picture of Philip. Yeah. <laughs> or a part of Philip. <laughs> That's rough. Um, that was terrible. Kamora said, "You can't half commit to street shitting. You're yeah. either about that life or not. Exactly. I'm yeah. not. I can probably. I mean, when when it, when that. times come, you have to be about it. What are you gonna do? Poop your pants? Some people will hold it. Some people will shit themselves. Some people and rather walk shit around and yes, and and <laughs> sit until they get to their destination. Like fuck, man, <laughs> get to their destination. Like I and then go clean themselves up. They head home. Yep." That's wild. I've had this conversation before. That's you so know, wild. Too. Some people, some people would rather let it out wherever they can, and then some people just. I mean, if you, if you, if it's between shitting yourself or shitting outside, I would shit outside if if you could find a safe place to do it. Yo, but what if you can't? It's never a safe place. Yeah, like, what, what do you mean? Like, you're, like, like what happened if it was me? Like my situation. You, I mean, like get as like hidden as you can. <laughs> I couldn't. Yo, that's. It's I was really crossing crazy. the street. <laughs> <laughs> There was a restaurant right behind, like the street next over. I, I mean, if I went in, I, I had to go. If I went in there, I was like, "Where's the bathroom?" I would have. That's fair. Damn, I've never never been that bad. I I mean, I've felt like, "Oh my god, I gotta go," but I just hold it, and I, it's, I, I'm all right. Wow. Now it's happened to the best of us, but that's crazy. It is what it is. (laughs) Oh man, next up, man, next up. Are these prelims? A very good fight on the prelims that I'm looking forward to is the is the featured bout. Matt yes. Selmsberger versus AJ Fletcher. Yes. Uh this is actually gonna be a very good fight. Matthew Semmelsberger has been knocking people out mm-hmm. in uh, on the tier. in his fights, yes. Um Oh wait, he fought Chaos Williams his two fights ago. Okay. I th- I thought it was I thought it was earlier in his career. Thought it was a debut. I, I also thought it was a debut. Yeah. Uh, but Matthew Selzberger, nine and three record, six wins by KOTKO, one by submission, three, two by decision. Mm. Uh, but AJ Fletcher, he's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They, you know, him and uh, uh, Dustin Poirier, they're boys, of course. AJ, tell, talk to me about AJ. What's the word on him? Uh, Dana White Contender Series guy. He got a massive knockout, flying knee knockout mm. in August 2021. Uh, four wins by KOTKO, four by submission, one by decision. And he is nice. absolutely massive. Like, Very well rounded. Yes, um, he's a very good wrestler too, I think. Very good wrestler. It seems to be that way. Um Selmsberger though, right? Selmsberger has been laying people the fuck out. Yeah. He's been knocking people out. He's been on a nice little tear. The only blemish that he has in the UFC is against uh Chaos Williams, which is a formidable, very formidable opponent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So for a guy early in his career, that's that means nothing in my opinion. And he did well in that fight. Too. And he did very well. Didn't get finished either. I mean, didn't get finished <laughs> against a guy that's knocking yeah. people the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he didn't get finished. And I also watched that fight. I did a little uh, study and I, I and I watched this fight. And Selmsberger actually was egging him on at the end of the fight. Like yo, like let's get into it. Like yo, like like yo, let's throw. Come mm. on, what's up? Like laughing. He was having a good time. Mm. You know. So I like this fight. I like that fight. That fight was great. Um, I like this guy as a fighter. I think he goes a long way. I would love to see what his grappling is, is like. And I believe his grappling will be tested against a guy in AJ Fletcher. But uh Selmsberg is exciting to watch. Uh, so far. Definitely. He's been I mean, excited. I would say just from the hype that this guy's AJ Fletcher's getting, he's exciting to watch too. I, I mean, I saw his knockout live and that was actually pretty crazy. He's a very athletic uh fighter. 
But yeah, also, looks jacked. He, oh, he's absolutely jacked. Yeah. Also, he's look at his reach. Kamora brought up a good point. He said Fletcher's reach is 67 inches. Is that a mistake? No. He's, he's, that's what I was just about to tell y'all. He's not 5'10. He's definitely not 5'10, 100%. Look you, at this. Do you think he's shorter? Absolutely. This dude's like 5'9. Guaranteed. Look, look at his shirt dog. Look at his shirt dog picture. He's, that dude is yoked tiny. up. He's tiny. He's yoked up, but he's like this tall. Um, If he gets on dudes like that, they get onto your hips easily. They get on top. Um, That's where I see. Uh, Matthew may have a hard time, but honestly, if Matthew could stop this take, stop the takedowns early, and just walk into his face and start putting hands on him early, mm. it's a quick night for for Matthew, I believe. You think he can get the finish? Yeah, and add another knockout to his resume. Absolutely. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I to be honest, I feel like I got Matthew Semmelsberger winning this one too. Yeah, I could see it. You the debut for AJ Fletcher. Mm. I mean, even in his Dana White contenders uh, series fight. Not that he didn't look bad or anything. I mean, I feel like you could see there's maybe still some inexperience, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, Kimura said that's her hilariously small. What, his Envoy reach? says Darren Wynn, though. His reach and his height. Oh, Deron Wynn, yes. Deron that, Wynn is That's another like, guy, yeah. He's 5'6". I don't know. At light man. heavyweight. He can't be 5'6". That's definitely not 5'6". <laughs> that's OD. He's probably like... Five eight. <laughs> five eight. I'll five seven. I don't know, dude. Five seven maybe. I'm gonna look what it he says on be, Google. I'm, I'm saying five eight. What it says on Google, because he is tiny. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Five six, it says. Fuck. He's very small. Remember, he's the one that said like his wrestling ability, his wrestling well, credentials are nuts. That's it. Yeah, exactly. He trains with DC and stuff. Yeah, he looks like DC a yeah, little he bit. He kinda does. But he's the one that said uh, he's been to like nutritionists, and they said it's impossible and stuff like that for him to cut his. <laughs> I mean, nah, dog. We don't know. I'm not buying that one. I remember hearing this. I'm not buying that. I hate when people make excuses like that. It's like, bro, just get on your diet, man. Get on the treadmill. Stop. You think? Stop he, it. He, Stop it. My bones are heavier than like most people, and. The nutritionist, I spoke to the best coaches in the world and the best nutritionists in the world, and they told me that um, it wouldn't, I, it would only not serve me to do anything like that. It would only hurt me. And there's no way that I can go down to um, 170. I'm like, nigga, you need to make it to 55. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? You like, you like, so you're saying he's carrying on he's, fat that he can lose. He's yeah, he look can him lose up right fat. now. He's a look, he's a big he, boy. He can lose fat. What's his name? He can lose some Deron fat. Wynn. Deron Wynn. He could definitely lose some fat. Listen, and it's not even like a diss to dude, like because he could. He's solid. He's a great fighter. I think he. I just think that he's at a huge disadvantage with the dudes that he's fighting. Mm. Mm. He's at what weight class? I'm sorry. He was at. Was he at two or five? No, he's at middleweight. Middle he's at middleweight. Yeah, he could lose some weight. He definitely could lose some weight. Like, what are you talking about, right? You could lose weight, bro. You just don't want to do the work. I, I mean, like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm not a professional by any means, but I'm, like, looking at his body, his body type, he could he could be narrower or smaller, less bulky, if that makes sense. I don't know. Because them dudes at 85 It's one thing long. if he's, like, just, like, pure muscle, skin, and bones, but listen, nah. we we'll could lose a little something. Randy fat shamer racist woman <laughs> MMA hater. Shut up, Wadi. Um So you have Semmelsberger in this fight? Yeah, I'm rocking with Semmelsberger. Um but listen, it can go either way. It's not a lock for me because I don't know much about uh his opponent. Mm. But what I do know is 
the rest of it just doesn't work this way. I haven't seen many of his fights, but just I'm purely basing this off of his body type. Mm. And then what I've seen uh, Salmsberger is capable of. Right. At middleweight, at uh, welterweight, that's tough. You know, and especially at this level, the type of wrestling that you have to have, the level of wrestling that you have to have to be able to uh, hold someone down mm. at this level is is you got to be pretty good. Mm. You know, you got to be really, you got to be exceptionally good. Because at this level, there's no one holding anyone down anymore. You're not just going to hold someone down at welterweight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not anymore, unless you're, you know. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Olympic. You know. So we'll see. Uh, well, matchmakers have Semmelsberger as the favorite, minus 190, and UFC newcomer AJ Fletcher, underdog at plus 160. Uh, Dial 5 asked. Did you see that BJJ was once again proven fake as Tonin got KO'd for he- heel hook? I did see that. Yeah, that's rough. Um, Wait, what? Oh no, he's just being a troll. BJJ's fake. <laughs> that's like no, 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 not that part. Where did he got KO'd going for? Yeah, he got hook. KO'd going for the heel hook. I think his opponent Lee did. He just did all the right things. He jumped on it ASAP, and sometimes the grapplers. Speaking of that, real side note: Did you see uh, him and? Tonin and uh and uh, our favorite guy, Ring Rust. No Ring Rust. Oh, uh, uh Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall. They're like battling him, Gary Tonin, and um Gordon Ryan are like just going at each other on the social media right now. Yeah. Like actually a beef. I'm like, dog, you just took a major L just now. <laughs> it's like stop arguing. Like this is the yeah, first wait, thing you what? do is like arguing and posting stuff with this dude. Like That's so weird. Yeah. Let me see what the fuck you gonna say, bro. And it wasn't even like a direct, like, you know, it was just whatever. I'll read it for you guys in a sec. Wow. Sof will pull I, it up. I like the tea. Sof does. Oh, oh, my God. I have to pull it up. But um, I think that Lee just did all the right things, bro. Lee literally, he just turned into him. The heel hook usually, what, what um, the thing is with the heel hook, right? When, when heel, it was outside Ashi at that. So he turned away initially, right? And it's going to turn your body away. When your knee buckles in, it turns your body away. So I can't punch the person if my knee, my whole body's facing this way. What he did is he grabbed Tonin's heels and forced them back on the outside and turned back into him. Now Tonin's underneath him like this, looking straight up. And he just rained down some bombs and got it done. Right? <laughs> now, the thing about guys who are very good. And listen, this is not a critique to Tonin or anything like that or those guys. Because these are guys that I personally trained with for a long time and these guys are, are very 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 good at what they do when it comes to the heel hooks and the grappling mma is different and he's new to mma right he's only six and oh mm. um he recently started mma and he's fighting for a world title so shout out to him for that but um also we got to remember when you look at things from a bjj lens like that a lot of times you don't really see when you're in danger as far as guys on top punching you Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes even for me training with guys that do a lot of heel hooks, right? Sometimes you don't want to play the game of like escaping a heel hook. Sometimes you'll just I'll sit on my hips and I'll sangaku my legs, figure four my legs, and then I'll just sit there and reach I got these long arms, I'll grab <laughs> your top of your shoulder and just stare at you, like and just sit there. And in my mind, for what I do for my art is I'm ripping your face as hard as I can. I'm bashing your face i can't do it inside the training room right but when we're grappling but 
sometimes I feel like BJJ guys just kind of see through that lens they're, and they don't they're not always aware of where they can be hurt or not. I mean they're comfortable. Comfortable, exactly. It's a level of comfortability. They don't get hit in jujitsu. Yeah. And I think that's what and he's done very well so far and I think he'll continue to do well. But I've always felt like extremely vulnerable, even as long as I am going for heel hooks underneath somebody in an MMA fight. Mm. You know? I would use them to create scrambles if I have to. Mm-hmm. But it's tough for me to sit there and say, all right, I'm going to use this to attack mm. and look for a finish. If it's there, it's there. But I don't think I would go for it, per se, to go for a finish. I'd much rather be on top. And I also feel like in, for with uh, jiu-jitsu in general, in one championship, the grounded knees are legal. So you can yeah, also, so that changes you the You can also throw that shit. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine, like, imagine someone's on a hill on your, on your foot. So imagine, y'all, my foot's straightened like this, right? Damn, my socks are dead. <laughs> right? So, so my foot is straightened like this and someone's on a heel hook this way, outside or inside, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. In 1FC, if this leg is free, can I drop that other leg on his face? Like, th- If this leg is in a heel hook, can I fucking smash them like that? I mean, I would imagine, one? right? I think you can. Why can you not? Or is it just knees to the head? I know grounded ground knees. Opponent. Yeah, grounded knees There's are legal. kicks too, right? Is it prize style? I don't know. It's one FC, bro. <laughs> if I don't know, just let him have that one and just fuck start axe kicking him off your back, just down the side of his head with your other with the your heel. I feel like oh, oh, biscuit said they banned soccer kicks. They banned soccer kicks. Okay. Mm. Well, fuck. That's that. not fun. Yeah. Um, I found the thing he wrote that you were talking about. All right, give it to us. Give us the T. The first one, or do I have? To, okay, he posted um, Ryan Hall's caption. About this is what Ryan Hall said after after his Gary teammate Tonin won, law, but it's his teammate as it's well. It's his team, teammate. But Gary Tonin sa- says that it's passive aggressive, and he didn't like it. And also, um, Gordon Ryan said the same thing that he said he, he's making passive aggressive posts, so that's why he doesn't like it. Okay, so Ryan Hall said, and still, Tan Tan Lee, I don't know how to say his name, respectful of his opponent's great skill and confident in his own abilities, won over decades of training, displays A-plus submission defense on the way to an amazing performance over a tough opponent. Other guy, meaning Tonin, disrespectful and dismissive, calling him that. So then he goes back and says, what a performance by the champ. So happy to see one of the true good guys in the MMA world continuing to have the success he has worked so hard for over years to earn. Um, Thon's leg lock defense instructional will be out next week. Wink face. I think that was it. I think that was the the instructional. Oh, <laughs> the instructional. you're salty. <laughs> like whatever, just let it fly. It's not. Yeah, like, I would just let it fly. Right? It's just like whatever. But, but he did. He said that teammate. he was dismiss- dismissive in it, and uh, he did call him disrespectful and dismissive. I don't know if he. But was now or look not. at Tonin. Tonin actually posted a few clips saying, you know, showing. Of, of people asking him what he thought about his opponent's skills, right? And what he said was, he said nothing but good things about uh about Lee from what he posted, from the interviews that he posted. He said nothing but good things. Right. And that's neither here nor there, right? Leading up to a fight, who gives a fuck? It is yeah. what it is. At this point in MMA, at this point, and listen, you got to realize like the whole, you can choose to be respectful, you can choose to be disrespectful. Was the fight of that magnitude of where it needs to be sold to the masses? No, right? But I don't think after you take an L like that, the first thing to do is post, start going and just being like, yo, 
start arguing with a guy that fucking like that's <laughs> not even in your fucking organization. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's what his his caption was to that. Can I? You want me to read that? Yeah. What Gary Tonin was responding to, he says. Grapplers that talk shit about other grapplers and won't compete against them are no better than the fat guy on the couch talking shit about how the quarterback should have done a better job on Monday Night Football. The option to compete against me or any of my teammates has been on the table for years, Ryan. Ever since you first felt the need to talk shit about Eddie Cummings years ago when he had a razor-thin match in ADCC. I don't like you, and you're a hypocrite. You're right about one thing. Thon is a good guy, and he deserves to be the champ. Uh, you, on the other hand, should probably look at yourself in the mirror before the call before the calling the kettle black. It's a shame you had to make your congratulations to your teammate about your beef with me. Any interviews I gave while speaking about you leading up to this fight where I was extremely respectful, I deeply regret. I knew you didn't deserve it. Should have just went with my gut. Um, if you ever wanted to crawl out from whatever rock you live under the fight and not just open your mouth, I'll be right here. I mm. think he's also sensitive right now, so he took it extra hard. Okay, but it goes it goes further back. It goes deeper. It goes yeah. further back, so that's what it is, right? It goes yeah, further they back. have they already have beef. They already have history. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. It is what it is. But then he goes on to continue doing things later. Hunk for hire says talk talk true talk. Truth talk, not trash talk. Yeah, but what if there's nothing to say? That's what I'm saying. What if the guy has nothing to say about the guy and y'all got to sell a fight? You know what I'm saying? Y'all really don't got beef, but y'all got to sell a fight. How do you sell a fight? Uh, I don't know. Either you don't or you just fake it. You don't. And then when you don't sell a fight and you don't have the numbers, you ain't doing the numbers, ain't nobody want to see you not getting paid for your points. You're just like, damn, I should have talked some shit. Leon Edwards? You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just saying, what do you think? What would you do? I mean, we've talked about it a bunch, but ever since McGregor did that whole thing, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're uh I feel like you can't really, you could do it, but like do that sort of style of, I don't know, selling a fight. But I don't know. I feel like it, a lot of fighters aren't into that. Yeah. And like, it's just fake. Like Colby, for example, like that's mm-hmm. all an act. Like that's but he that's how job. he sells his fights. He exactly, sells it, it, it gets personal with him. Yeah, but but like other fighters, I don't, I don't know. They, there's no way you can do it mm. unless you're just a good fighter. Yeah, true. But there's people that sell fight. I mean, Adesanya sells fights because he's a sick fighter. Yeah, I guess just be a sick fighter, right? Yeah, and also, but he has a lot of haters too. That's so he's a sick. That's either he said <laughs> yeah. than done. Yeah, just be a sick fighter, bro. Yeah, that's it. Just go in there and be a sick fucking fighter. Oh, we have a ch- first time chat from viewer. ANX 420. Blaze it, bro. Yo, what up? What up? What up? Um, Hunks for Hire said, uh, I'm saying Hall only wants to chirp at someone he's not actually going to see in a competition. So whoever said that whole thing was putting it perspective. Uh, true. That's true. Pat Q302 said, Wagwan, bro. Pat, Wagwan. Yo, Pat, welcome. Welcome, Pat. Pat Pat found out about our show last night when I was doing a little quick game stream. So. Oh, what up, bro? Welcome, Pat. Welcome. Welcome, man. But, uh, but, yo, honestly, I feel like they should just grapple. They, one's in the UFC, yeah, one's right? in 1FC. Fuck it, grapple. They're both, their next fight, they should grapple. Even, I think, uh, what's his name said something, too, and he was talking about how he got brutally KO'd in his last fight and yada, yada. It just got real messy, bro. I'm like, dog, for what just happened... It's like it's just this. This happens, bro. This is our sport. At the end of the day, it's still a sport. You know what one I mean? One person got to win, and one person one person got to win. One person got to lose. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. 
all the extra drama. I know people are just at home. They take it to social media, which in a sense, they do a good job, I feel, because it's like shit like this got people talking. People like negativity regardless of what it is, right? They want to see it. People want to see it. That's just the culture of man. That's the nature Mm -hmm. of man these days, right? Or just society these Mm -hmm. days, right? And people are they're gonna get their numbers up people are gonna be talking about them people they're getting their money all that shit so um i feel like they do a good job of just taking everything public mm. you know what i'm saying it's like some things you just feel like you don't want to take public you just kind of keep to yourself but those dudes just make take everything public and just make everything a scene a scene mm-hmm. and take everything to socials mm-hmm. and it's just like gets us talking right <laughs> i guess everybody else talking. exactly here we are but i mean uh uh Paku said, oh, I think she's asking chat. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, Dial 5 said the Lineker fight was a banger, though, as usual. Yes. Lineker. That was a crazy up. one. Lineker always showing up, bro. I'm so mad the UFC got rid of him. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah. You know, I what fight? I think TJ Dillashaw just put on a clinic on him, man, mm-hmm. one day. And then they were like, all right. This is, Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and plus the weight class. Oh, Biscuit said he asked to be released. Oh, did he? Oh, wow. Oh, so Pat Koo was asking the two of you. Oh, I thought he was asking the chat. No, you guys. Who's your favorite fighter, MMA fighter of all time? <sighs> My favorite MMA fighter of all time? Anderson Silva. Easy. Of all time. I got a ton of uh, favorite fighters, though. There's fighters that other fighters tend not to say that they draw inspiration from current fighters that fight. They like to go way back in time. It's like different guys, but they lie a lot. About who they actually like draw inspiration from. Fire a fighter that inspires me a lot today at Welter at uh in a lot of divisions. There's a lot of fighters that I that that I draw a ton of inspiration from. One being Israel Adesanya. I love the way that dude fights. Um, so definitely a lot to learn just studying him. Um, another great fighter that I draw inspiration from. Um, not in any other way other than this fighting is John Jones. <laughs> Um, another good fighter to, that I, that I like, and I know you're not gonna like this. Um, T.J. Dillashaw. I knew you were gonna say that. T.J. Dillashaw is like John I, Jones and T.J. Dillashaw. The worst those two. Two. I know, but what? Least but favorite. Just the way that they fight, you know, just the way that they fight. You know, I love the way that they the the, the style that they have in their fights. You know what I mean? The way they carry everything, and it can. When I say the style of fighting, I can go anywhere from. The way they carry their hands, the way their their footwork is, the technique, you know, how they manage distance, how they wrestle. It could be so many different things, but it could be anything for me. It could be simple as the way you carry your hands like this, up, down, anything. That's just me. The two scums of the sport. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man. This is what it is. Uh, You want to get to the main card? Wadi said, I see the resemblance between all those and Randy. (laughs) Fake news. 2K said John is a lovable Christian man. Facts. Randy's a fan of cheaters. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, man. There's a lot of guys. Anderson Silva was never a cheater, was he? Anderson Silva That's your favorite good. of all time. Yeah, he, of all time, yeah, my favorite yeah, is Anderson He got Silva. caught. No, who's your favorite of all time? The question Another favorite of all time? Oh. John... Um, striker? I'm sorry. You're going to... I I keep cutting you off. I don't um, care. I'm a piece of shit. That's my John Jones influence. Um, Roy Jones. Classico. Roy Jones. Um, Sugar Ray. 
Leonard, right? That's out of MMA, though. Yeah, yeah just combat about. sports in general. Okay. Fighters, and period. Fighters, period. And uh, the goats of goats. Floyd? Floyd? <laughs> Floyd's good. Pretty boys. Yeah, that motherfucker's nasty, right? <laughs> um, the goats of goats, for me, this yeah. is my goats list, right? For me, Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns. Ah. Yeah. They were like, I know he was, I thought you were going to be like Muhammad Ali. Like, nah, I, I didn't think that. I didn't, I didn't Tommy Hearns. That. Tommy Hearns. Yes, mm-hmm. Randy's fave. Um, now, Phil, who's your one favorite MMA fighter? My most favorite MMA fighter is Don Fry. Randy Brown. Hey, <laughs> oh, wow, that's a good answer. That's so hey. cute. I mean, that's honestly that is how I got into the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's actually how I got into MMA. But that's because it's like family, so it's different. Yeah, but still. If you if you were like just watching MMA and you saw me fight and you'd be like, I say fucking Connor. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You ain't watching that shit. Yeah, you ain't exactly. watching this shit. He was a casual. You're gonna be like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? Right? Like Sammy Brown. does for the women's fights. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not true. <laughs> Real Hasbullah says it's staged. <laughs> Excessive um, Randy Racist Brown. How am I racist, bro? Tell me. How am I racist? Y'all all keep saying I'm racist. I'm racist too. How, so how am I racist? Company. Between between Wadi Excessive. I'm racist. Yeah. Me too, though. It is what it is. Yeah. I guess. I couldn't tell you. But I get that all the time, though. Am I racist? What? Am I racist? No. I don't think so. I I was like, what was that? I don't think think that's possible to be racist towards white people. But I just, whenever people tell me I am, I'm like, all right, you got it. Yeah? Yeah. But it's not possible because... Cause the whole thing. You know, it's crazy. The people the who like to call me racist and call you racist. Why? They're Cody love. They're Kobe lovers. You're right. They are. But oh no! But sure. I've, got, I've been called racist against white people on Twitter, on YouTube, literally every every app you could think of. So but that's online. Yeah, it's not just on Twitch though. For for people who like Kobe, and I don't. That's so. rough. That's rough. No, I don't care. I'm like, oh man, Drew, talk about goats. We talking about goats. Let's go. Nineteen months. We talking about goats, and he's here. Say that again. How many months? Nineteen months. We talking about. We talking about what? Goats. We talking about goats. Let's go. Listen, man. Shout out to my guy. Hey, man, Drew. What's up? Shout out to my guy. One time for my guy. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I fucked it up, right, dude? I hit the wrong button, man, Drew. Uh, Tapas said, "Kobe is a legend." Got fans. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why? Yeah. You no, fucking could fight. No, you want to know why I'm so thrown off? No, not really. All right. Then, yeah. Say hello. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised people like him. Man, that motherfucker can fight his ass off. But he like, can wrestle. You hear what George said? George said like, yo, what was it? What would one thing? What was one thing that you would do different in this fight? Is like, yo, get better grades and wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Wrestling college. Mm. Wrestling is so dominant in this sport, bro. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Being able to grapple is such a fucking just it's such a perk. It's such a perk in this game, bro. If you can't grapple, even if you like, all right, well, you're dominant pre- predominantly a striker, right? And it's like, yo, all right, I strike a lot. I'm very good at striking. And you're like, yo, in the gym, that's what you do. You're better than everyone. You love striking. That's what you seek fucking the best strikers to strike with. And you grapple a little. 
you are gonna get fucked. You are gonna get fucked, bro. Like you gotta be able to grapple at least. At least I want to say, used to be inter intermediately. Not even anymore. You have to have a good, solid level of wrestling ability. Not only wrestling, grappling ability to be able to fucking suffice in the UFC. If not, you're cooked. Mm. Look at, uh, what's his name? John Phillips. Yeah. Against with Hamza and then... And that uh, dude got power, bro. Yeah, he That dude used to lay people out. But look, <laughs> cooked when you put him on his back. It's like, yo, it's a turtle. It's done. You know? Um, Lion Crusher said, I can't wait for Kobe to go to WWE. See, that's where I would be okay seeing him. I'd be like, this well, makes sense. That, but that's what he's setting up for his career. That's what he's setting up. Listen. That's fine. Kobe's a piece of shit. We all know that. It's not like he's no, people. Well, you, If you don't think Kobe's a fucking a, a, a dickhead human being, you are also a dickhead human being. But also, you got to realize that he is playing into it. The character that he's playing, we all know he's playing a character, but you can't be naive and say he's actually a nice guy, man. No, he's, he's actually not. this truly loving, nice guy that's so, um, he's not a selfless human being that just wants to help people and he would never backstab anyone or anything like that. Kobe's, Kobe's a piece of shit. We know that, <laughs> right? But he is playing a character, right? And he's doing what he needs to do for him and his and his family. It is what it is. You got to respect his, you got to respect the honesty in that and you got to respect his fighting ability but anybody else that fucking that thinks that he's a nice guy and he's just playing this shit you're you're a dickhead right that's all i'm gonna say all right um <clears throat> wadi said kobe has never said anything racist he thanks first responders and gets called racist you <laughs> as recently as today referred to a job <laughs> as a white job he, he's, I, I don't know who he's what trolling oh this is not i don't remember that but oh i didn't say that um, <laughs> you talking about what I said? My, white mediocrity. He's probably talking about when I said white mediocrity. Oh, maybe. Uh, Kamora said rural America about to invade Randy Randy's DMs. <laughs> Dead ass. Nah, but it, whatever. Yes, I just don't like fake, and he's just very fake. And it, it that's is what, what it is. Me. That's why I'm like, when people like him, I'm like, he's so fake. That's the game. But when he goes to WWE, he's gonna people. be lit. I'm gonna tune in. I don't watch, but look, I don't watch WWE. When Kobe Covington goes to WWE and I hear like something's going, I'm gonna go watch. Just because. I'm gonna go see like what's going on, you know? I I never tune. I don't even know where the fuck to watch yeah, WWE. No, yeah, I would too. I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go look because, because I want to see how that character transitioned. I think he'll do great. He would I'm not do even great. gonna hold you. I think he'll do great. I think he would do I think he's more of a WWE guy. Um don't read what Whitey said. Lion Crusher said Kobe gets beat by a lot of people in the 170 division, so he has to play it smart. I agree with that because I think Sean Brady beats him. He just said that to make you happy. Somebody talk to him, man. Yo, y'all be thinking it's a game. He didn't say it to make me happy, bro. <laughs> y'all gotta stop following the hype. If you can see something, all right, most people cannot do this. Look at, in the MMA world, fans cannot do this. Look at something objectively and decipher a skill set for themselves because they lack the knowledge of the actual skill. You see what I'm saying? If you can do that, you can see a motherfucker regardless of who he's fighting and you can say, hold up. 
Look at this skill set. This motherfucker is good. And I'm here to tell you right now, Kobe Covington, listen, hot fucking take. Kobe Covington versus Sean Brady. Sean Brady gets the dub all day, every time. 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> um, Biscuit said, uh, wait, I'm sorry, where did it go? Sean Brady got oh, tired, Sean Brady got tired against Kiesa. Biscuits. Listen, listen to me, man. But that's a matter of condition. Listen to me, man. Again, it is a matter of condition. Yeah, styles make fights. You looked at it, you're like, oh, well, he got tired in this fight. That's another thing that we like to do. We're only as good as our last fights because we look at it. Fans look at it through the sports lens, right? We're like, you only, well, he got tired in this fight. He gasses. That means he's going to gas in the next fight. Doesn't mean he's going to gas the next time. Motherfuckers could fix shit. That's how it be. Listen, and at this level, there are guys that get tired. You can never be known as the guy that gets tired. If you're known as the guy that gets tired, then you're screwed. You're screwed, right? You're fucked. <laughs> That's it. And you're not going to make it to that point, right? Unless you, some miracle or whatever, you've been finishing guys all the way and then they found out that you get tired, then it's like, yo, then you're just going <laughs> to, right? You're going to go downhill after a while. But if people know that you're known for getting tired, you're fucked. That should never be the case. You'll never make it to the elite level. Um, you have a, a straight question right here. Gucci Gabe for Life says, since you fought Cowboy Oliveira, what did you think of Kevin Holland's performance against him in Kevin's debut at Welterweight? And then we'll move on to the next fight. I thought Kevin Holland looked great. I thought Kevin Holland looked great. Um, he looked how I thought he would look. And speaking the chat before, I was saying the same thing. I feel like everyone was like, oh, Kevin Holland could beat, could beat Oliveira. If Randy did it, why not Kevin Holland could beat it? They both two lanky, lanky strikers. Right? It's like, it doesn't work that way, man. And I was telling y'all that Kevin, that I think Cowboys are still a tough matchup. You got to look at the line. He's on a three-fight losing streak, yeah? Look at the guys he's lost to. Shavkat, Randy Brown, fucking um, Nico Price. Nico Price, and now, which was a split decision. And now um, Holland. Holland, a step back. In a fight that he did very good in. That you know what I mean? That he, he won that first round, right? So I still think that he's a, still a tough opponent. It's not an easy fight. And that's what I was going leading up to that fight. I was saying that it's not an easy fight. I expect Kevin Holland to win, but it's not an easy fight at all. Um, and Kevin Holland got it done. So I think Kevin Holland looks great, but I do believe welterweight is not middleweight. Mm-hmm. So you're saying he's, that that shows a little bit of what's the word? Welterweight is not middleweight. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Welterweight is not. Melterweight is a whole different animal. He was struggling in the first. Not welterweight is not middleweight. Uh, Pat Q asked, when's your next fight? Um, May 7th. Yes, sir. Against? May 7th, the verse. K- against a verse. <laughs> <laughs> against Chaos Williams. Boom. All right. Yeah. Tough fight. Big, huge fight. We'll talk about tough that fight. in a few. That motherfucker got power. We'll talk about that in a few. I think you guys should get on to the next fight. Uh, is that Alex Pereira, Bruno Silva? You don't want him hitting you. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to get hit by chaos. I don't want anyone but. hitting me. Um, Good thing we got that defense, right? Eh? What? That touch and go defense. Mm. That actually is going to be. What do you think you're going to be on the main card? I don't know. I would I say last fight on the prelims because that's a that that card has a bunch of like like they just announced Ferguson and uh, Chandler on it. Yeah, they announced. Uh, a couple other fights like ranked fighters, mm. uh, like top of the third divisions. Yeah, Gargantua, Slulu, said May seventh. That stacked card. Yes, sir. I guess we'll see. We'll see where I'm at. But well, either way, it don't matter. 
Why do you want you to know? Stop avoiding the real question. Why are you shaming other fighters for being bad people while on your UFC show you have skipped two women's fights? Nah. Wadi, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) I know you just want to be recognized for a little bit. You want us to talk to you. Hi, Wadi. He needs attention. Mm. How you doing? You got to pick him up and burp him real quick. (laughs) Um, uh, Gargantuous also said, why does the UFC put those type of cards on Canelo fight night? Wait. May 7th? Oh, Canelo always fights on Cinco de Mayo, right? Oh, you would know, right? Canelo always <laughs> fights on fucking Cinco de Mayo. He probably does. That it would does. Make sense. But I mean, May 7th is not Cinco de Mayo, but it's, it's, it's the, the Saturday w- of Cinco the Saturday de Mayo. of. Yeah, same shit. Yeah. You, so you say he always fights. He for always Cinco fights de Mayo. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. That's right around Cinco de Mayo. You ever know before they, the UFC never used to compete with that. Mm-hmm. They used to like always go out their way to make it different. They'd put like the card earlier or something. Yeah. Now it's like. We here. MMA. I mean, that is a stack card, though. It's, we here. So that's that's maybe why it's stacked because they're gonna try to draw, grab as many people as they can. But that's yeah. always fun when you get to like switch back and forth. Not gonna lie. Between fights. Yeah. Ain't that fun? I hate having. A, so I like, like when we get to what, when when you have to go and you're like, oh, now nah, this is a good boxing one. Go to this, and then you go back to MMA. All right. Varies up the mind. All right. All right. <laughs> um. Hunk for hire. What up, my boy? Uh Gargantuous even- Lulu. He said, even Hunk for Hire said, even if Silva wins, I feel like people won't put respect on his name when his when he's Yo, getting dudes. I got Silva picked. I got Silva picked this weekend. Oh, in this fight. Yeah, talk to me. Um I don't know. I mean, if Bruno Silva gets it to the ground, that's where he thrives, ground and pound. I think this that's where Bruno he finishes Silva people. Has vicious power. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. Knocking people dude, all twenty three what is his record? Twenty three and uh let me see. Twenty three and I think twenty two and six. Nineteen wins by knockout. TKO. Mm. KO TKO. So I mean he's putting people away. And this is only his fourth UFC fight. Uh and obviously those are all finishes. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean if he gets his fight to the ground, ground and pound, I think he's taking it. I think so too. But if he cannot get it on the ground, which I think he will be able to. Um, Pereira is a motherfucker And he, his power is nuts We know the kickboxing credentials Again A lot of it doesn't carry over Because of the style Right now I think he's a lot of hype behind this dude mm-hmm. Because of the fact that he beat Adesanya Yada 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 But he doesn't ha- Defensively he doesn't have that style Of being very evasive You know what I mean He will be there to be hit And I don't care what background you have Or how good you were in that you get hit with an MMA glove from a motherfucker with power square on your chin, you're gone. Mm. You're gone, right? So um, his defense, has he hasn't showed great defensive skill like guys who have uh, thrived, who made that transfer and have thrived. When you look at a guy like Adesanya, we know, hey, this guy was a defensive wizard before he came to MMA. So he's not getting hit much, right? When you look at a guy like Giga, Right, he was always a great range management type of guy. He never took a lot of damage. When you look at a guy like uh, Pereira in his kickboxing matches, yes, he was good. He had great range, but he also played the game of kickboxing. Right, he played the that Dutch style sometimes. He could vary it up. He would be long sometimes, but he, when he was in trouble, he always went to this. Mm. Right, and in MMA, if you're in trouble, you cannot go to this. <laughs> 
right? You need to be able to get the fuck out of there laterally, or you need to be able to get on the inside, tie someone up, and put them on the ass, mm-hmm. right? And um, I think that we're gonna see him those skills uh, be called upon in this fight. I think for Pereira, yes, he's gonna need them. Yes, he's gonna need them. Oh, I can't run out. And if he doesn't have them, then that's a problem. Uh, hold on, people. Our camera will be right back. Why do you say, Randy? How was sparring this morning? Did you did you defend loads loads of uh, lunging power shots? I <laughs> spotted it. True. Just <laughs> just stomping power shots, stomping forward. Um. um yeah, he does. But in this fight, I think I don't know. It's a really tough one. Someone was saying in the chat before that Bruno Silva gets pieced up in all of his fights, but. Um, he does take a lot of damage, but again, if he can get it to the ground early, which I assume he'll be looking to, that's gonna be tough. Pat says, "Dream fight." Real House Bullet says, uh, "The camera's racist." Uh, my dream <laughs> fight, my dream fight, shit, my dream fight. Uh, anyone? My dream fight. I wouldn't say it's a dream fight, but it's something since I was an amateur coming up. Someone that I always looked to and I always be like, yo, I would love to fight that dude. I thought it would be a good fight. Two people. Used to, that comes to mind. That I something I used to always think about. So maybe that falls in the category of quote-unquote dream fight. Well, I've never really had a dream fight. But when I was younger, there were two guys that I always thought about saying that I would love to fight. It always was in my mind. I don't know if y'all are, y'all are OGs going to remember this dude. Rick's story, mm. right? And uh, and everybody knows Carlos Condit. All right, I was gonna say I, I feel I had a feeling Carlos Condit. Yeah, Rick Story and Carlos Condit. Those are two dudes that I always wanted to fight. Mm. Real Ass Bullet says Colossus from Discord. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a tough one. Yeah, that boy <laughs> lift me over his fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> a mouthful of typhoid says why Rick Story? Lol, <laughs> bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. <clears throat> that was the guy when I was younger. I was just like yeah, he had a fight style. He was just a fucking like a tornado right and i always used to get coming up i used to always my coach used to always throw me in the fire with those dudes and i've just developed a style to deal with motherfuckers who just want to run at you and just like it forced me to be able to develop good footwork and move and having that heightened sense of danger and like you gotta just be sharp you know because this motherfucker's coming at you and i just developed a game that that was just very suited for just rages bro <laughs> like that you know what i'm saying so for some reason i used to just always think rick story would be a great fight for me mm. and then he just after a while he just kind of um declined declined but um initially when he came on the scene he was a berserker bro and mm. i love that i don't know i gotta watch some of his fights then yeah check him out rick the horror story yes sir shout out to him uh that was a great name actually true excessive easy that was a great name um, Alex Pereira is a favorite at minus one seventy, and Bruno Silva underdog at plus one fifty. All right. What does uh, Maudy Mout say? Maudy Mout said, "Randy, rem- remember when I had complained about Skype- scalpers making it hard to get a PS Five on yesterday's stream? Well, mm-hmm. I'm relieved and happy to say that I went to GameStop earlier today in person and scored one. They had some in store, and I took advantage of it." <laughs> Shout out, shout out, shout out. Congrats, man. Uh, Pat Q said, Just get a PC, though, and call it. My bad. 
Pat Q said Randy versus Leon Edwards would be wild. LOL. That would be a great fight, actually. That would be a fun one, right? That would be a good fight because he's very measured. That would be like a, a chess match, I think, because that guy is very measured. Mm. I like the way Leon Edwards fight. People give him a lot of shit, man, but Leon Edwards is fighter. fucking highly yeah, skilled, bro. Very good fighter. Um, Meatball said, Randy, can you build me a PC? I would ask Phil, but I know you built his anyway. Mm. Well, I don't get what, mm. what's wrong with that. <laughs> what is up with that? Balls. Why are you coming in here with the shade? <laughs> what's good, though, man? Um, uh, Valez1234 says, what do we think about open scoring? What do you think about open scoring? Um... Um, I don't know. I feel like it could be beneficial. You think so? I guess, right? I mean, so your yeah. thoughts on open scoring? What? What's that? Say say that. What did you say? I said, "What's that?" We can't hear you. What did you say? What's that? Oh, all right. So open <laughs> scoring. <laughs> so we know we're not taking any MMA advice from Sofita today. All right? Are we? No, I'm not here to give MMA advice. I'm here to give human advice and the woman's perspective. That's what I'm here for. All right. We love it. We love <laughs> it. Um, I, I don't like it. Really? Yeah. But why? I think that that'll just make it difficult for fighters. They did that. They tried that in uh, in Invicta, no? I'm not sure. They tried that in Invicta where I, I think the fighter doesn't see it, apparently. The coaches oh, yeah, see they it. Did try that. Oh, I I saw that actually. They showed him that. Yeah, weird. that's weird. It's that weird. Is. I don't like it. I don't like it. Open and then it just throws the fighter off. Sometimes in the fight, you want to. You just need to fight, man. Mm. That's what's gonna make you do your best. And what makes fighters great, what makes uh, good fighters great fighters, sometimes is the ability to adjust and to change gears mm-hmm. mid fight, right? And that's a skill in itself. So when your coaches are telling you you're down, like, yo, you feel like you're down, and it's like, yo, we need to do something. You need to rally. The guys that are great are, can make the adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why why give that away for free? I feel like that's, you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? No, it does. Why, why is you're that? you saying keep the mystery, just make it Yeah, work. let let, let, the, let, a, let, the, let a fighter have that skill himself to let him think in his mind, like, all right, well, I'm let, him, let him uh, determine that. You know what I mean? And you're Whereas, saying if someone knows they're up, they may not go into. They may not. They may not work as hard. You know what I mean? Or they may take rounds off and like shit like that. I don't know. I just don't like. I like it how it is. Uh, Wadi, maybe I'm just old school. Wadi said open scoring trash and don't ask Phil about Invicta rookie mistake, man. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he said, "Damn, he don't feel so dirty there." Mm. <laughs> 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 Phil pretending to think feels like. Mm. No, I saw it. I did. I was watching yeah, it the other yeah, day. I, 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 Invicta, 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 Invicta. The, the women's only league. Women's only league. Yeah, I, I watch that every weekend. I saw it though. They actually, you saw the judge in the background turn a phone around with the score yeah. on it and show it to the coach. And yeah, that was like, weird. It is very strange. That was weird. For those of you who don't know, that's an insider. That's an insider. You know, Phil. Phil doesn't watch women's. That's not MMA. true. He doesn't that's like women's MMA. That's the misogynistic. This side of the of the oh, right. of the show. That's why you skipped the two is women's the, fights. Is the, is the massage <laughs> is the misogynistic side of the show. Right, right, right. Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> now the comments are pouring. Oh man. Who do you got in the in the women's fight on the prelims? <laughs> now you want to go back? <laughs> now what's, what's the odds? What's the odds on this one? On what Bruno Silva and uh, yeah, 
Pedetta minus one seventy, Bruno Seva plus one fifty. Nice. Um, I think that I think that a Bruno gets it done here. I'm rocking. Like Bruno. I said, if it, if it's the, if it's on the feet, I think he'll get pieced up. But if he takes it to the ground, ground a pound, he he's winning it. All right. I'm with um, that. Next up, great fight. Mm-hmm. Two prospects, Drew Dober and Terrence McKinney. Terrence McKinney taking this fight on short notice. Mm-hmm. He fought against Forrest Ziam, what, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago? I don't even know how long ago. But this is a big, big step up for him, I feel like, because Drew Dober yes. used to be ranked. Yes. And he's a very good fighter. Drew Dober can easily still be ranked. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. Uh, he's um, still he just had a tough goal, against, a tough outing in his last fight, but this is a serious bout. This bout right here is a serious, serious bout. And, um, I got I got uh props props to to Terrence McKinney for stepping up in competition mm-hmm. and stepping up short notice again but with the quick turnaround to fight a guy like Drew Dober um it's hard to pick because I feel like Terrence McKinney has a ton of uh great wrestling ability from what I hear um his stand up isn't his stand up is 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 clean it's not like power. out out of this world like super technical he has power um, I feel like it's kind of like boxy. Does that make sense? Um, it is. Drew Dober got fucking hands. Mm. Drew Dober got. We saw that with him versus Brad Riddle, mm-hmm. right? We saw that Drew Dober got hands. And there's a difference between having power and you know knocking people out and a guy that that can put it together nicely. You know what I mean? And I, I think Drew Dober has the better hands here. Um, Terrence McKinney says he wants to expose Drew Dober's wrestling because he feels like he doesn't have a great wrestling ability. Terrence McKinney has is confident in his wrestling. I've seen him on Twitter talking about how good his he wanted to wrestle uh, Hamzat, and you know, <laughs> I saw that, and apparently yeah. he's supposed to have really good wrestling. I mean, that's so, his background. It is. Drew Dober can wrestle though. I'm not gonna say yeah, he, he is. He's a wrestler as well. But we've seen him out wrestled by um, Islam, Islam, and you know, he got submitted. But is Terrence McKinney of Islam Makachev caliber type wrestler? It's tough to say. We don't know yet. I mean, his first fight debut broke the record for lightweight knockout against uh, Matt Frivola. Then his second fight, first round finish against uh, Forrest Um I mean, he got the gra- fight to the ground pretty easily and submitted him. But I don't know. Does would they would they keep this fight standing? You think they would try and take it to the ground? That's they're going to take it to the ground. You think so? They're going to take it to the ground. Um, this is hard for me. This is a hard pick for me. I like Terrence McKinney a lot. This is a step up in competition. I'd like to see him get it done, but it's hard. It's hard here. Especially, do you think short notice too? No, he just fought, and he I mean, did, he got no damage. Took no damage. He just fought. If he, I don't. He said he knew about the fight almost like days later. Mm. I don't know what he's doing afterwards. But again, me personally, I like camps regardless of nothing. Regardless of anything, I like the camp because you need to strategize, mm-hmm. right? You need to look at the guy that you're fighting and know, like, all right. This is what needs to be done, and you need to be working on that thing throughout camp. You need to have purpose, you know what I mean? So some guys just feel like they're in shape. I'm in shape. I could beat anybody because I'm in shape. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's good. That's a great mindset. But I, some people like to work the game plan. Right. So we'll see. Uh, well, Drew Dober is the favorite at minus 165, Terrence McKinney plus 145. All right, next fight. Light heavyweight bout. You got Khalil Roundtree versus Carl Robertson. This is okay. gonna be a good one. 
Real quick, Hunkfire said McKinney got knocked out by Sean Woodson on the Contender Series. Yeah, but that shit happens. Yeah, and the dude I mean, is lanky was, as fuck. He was also absolutely dominating that entire fight, and yeah. then he just got caught with a flying knee. But still, uh, on this next matchup, Biscuits already said Roundtree. Really. Mm. I like this matchup. I like this fight. This is a great fight. It's, it's going to be. I mean, Carl Robinson, super underrated stand up. I was going to say. Highly skilled. Highly skilled stand up fighter. Um, I, I'm i going to go ahead and say better movement than, than Khalil Roundtree. Mm. I think he beats Khalil Roundtree. Um, Khalil Roundtree is tough dude, super explosive, mean, nasty. We've seen the sachet he blew my man's knee out with. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Um, Carl Robinson now. Carl Robinson is is a former kickboxer. Good hands, right? Maybe lacking in the ground in the, the ground area a little bit, but the dude got kicks for days. Um, fast kicks, strong kicks. Roundtree more Muay Thai oriented, where Carl Robinson is more. Um, I'd say more more kickboxing oriented. He moves he moves a lot more, and I think that. Because of his movement, I think Khalil Roundtree may have trouble with that. Mm. So. Oh, no, just some comments you have. I was going to let Phil give his take first. What do you think? Oh, um, well, I was going to say Khalil, hoping he's Bangkok uh, ready. You know, is he still training in Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still, he doesn't train out of Thailand, does he? Still? Um, He's in New York. Mm. He's in New York. I don't know where he's training, but he's. I follow him on socials. I see. I don't really know him, but I see a lot of shit of him in New York. Mm. But in this fight, I don't know. I feel with Khalil Roundtree, it's kind of it's kind of weird because he's one of those fighters that is like either he's going to show up or he's not. I feel like we've seen plenty of fights where he does not look good at all. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? So the inconsistency. Got yeah, you. exactly. Like he's 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 been inconsistent in the past. How old is he? Uh. Hunks for Hire also said Roundtree feels like one of those fighters 32. you don't know what version of him is going to show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's 32, you said? Yeah, he's 32. But yeah, we've seen in the past where he just, like, I don't know. Mandrew said, I'm hoping to see Bangkok ready Khalil again. <laughs> and um, Wadi said, I love Carl in it. I don't know if he meant in it or like in it. Like in it. In it. I love Carl in it. In it. In it. In it. In it. Like how the British people be saying. You know what you know what they're saying? Ain't it. In it? No. Ain't it. Ain't. Oh yeah, I know that. Ain't it. In it. But he wrote in it. Oh in not it. Not in it. Ah, uh, I see. So I don't know which one he's trying to say. I just oh, want to give him I like that. Carl in this one. I'm gonna take Carl. Yeah, I kinda do too. I I'm mean, taking Carl for this one now. The odds are pretty even as well. Khalil's minus one fifteen and Carl's minus one oh five. So it's a very close fight. Mm. Uh, with the odds, but uh, Mounty Mount said he shared the kickboxing ring with just Dustin Jacoby. Carl Robinson did, yeah. yeah. And Glory, two mm-hmm. K said he does everything when it comes to kicks, crescent kicks, wheel kicks, leg kicks. Carl defense against Southpaws worrying me though. Mm. And he also said he's at New York and Glory back checking. All right, next up, up next we have Sadiq Youssef. Against Alex Cassettis. Uh I like both of these guys. Me too. Alex is on a tear, boy. I know. Finally, he's in the rankings. Yeah, man. 
about time. Alex is on a tear. I like Alex. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to see Alex here, where he is now. He's been on a tear. What is a five fight win streak? Mm-hmm. Um, but Sadiq Yusuf is a guy that I like as well. I like Sadiq Yusuf. Sadiq Yusuf, in my opinion, he recently posted um, on his socials. He posted uh, his contender series fight, and that's the first time I seen a dude fight. And I was like, "Yo, this kid could fight." Um, that's probably the best contender series fight out of all the fights. Have you ever seen that fight? Him versus yeah, yeah. Uh, Davis. Uh-huh. Um, that fight was insane. That was a great fight. Super technical. Um, showed durability. Showed uh, great just understanding of where he should be. Great defense. Everything. And um, made great choices in that fight. I got him. I I, I want to see him win too because he's coming off of a loss. But I also... Emotionally, this is an emotional pick. I'm gonna go with Alex just because I've seen Alex around for so long, mm. and he's been the ups, the downs. He's been through it, and I'm happy to see him breaking into the rankings and being able to, you know, make a run. So let's see. see oh, he's had he a does. five fight win streak, and we know Caser- Alex Caseres by his. I mean, his grappling is phenomenal. Yes, um, his stand up man. He's, he's spinning. Shit. His grappling is good. I thought I thought his grappling was very good. It is. I think he's more known for his stand-up, though, mm. his stand-up ability. Um, he used to have the afro, Bruce Leroy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Did you know, and fun fact, um, the dude from that movie is his coach, mm-hmm. the actual real Bruce Leroy. Oh, you said that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. But on the feet, I think Sadiq Youssef will. How how does Sadiq deal with that range, though, and the kicks? Mm. You know? So... I think Alex picks him apart. You think so? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I feel like I'm going to go with Sadiq in this one. No, I don't. I like Sadiq. I like this footwork. I like the way he's, I like his style, but he, he's such a tank. You know, I don't, I don't know how he does against a guy with good footwork and range management. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like if he can get on the inside and, and make it mean and nasty, Alex can't hang. But I think if Alex could kind of just keep him on the outside, I think he gets it done. See, I agree with what Hasbula said. He said Sadiq got no takedown defense. I think Caceres grapple fucks him. I feel like that's how Caceres gets the win is if he takes him down and submits him or, you know, just grapples him. I don't know. Guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. We we split on this one. I'm going with Alex. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sadiq Youssef. But the matchmakers have Sadiq Youssef as the favorite at minus 250, Alex Caceres at plus 200. Nice. Isn't he always the underdog? <clears throat> yeah, he actually yeah, really he's like almost is every time. All right, co-main event. We have number 10, 10 ranked Bantamweight Marlon Marais versus number 14 ranked Song Yudong. Um, Marlon Marais. This is another guy, that we like we just said, this is a guy who either shows up or who does not show up, I feel like. Or he just gasses out and then loses. Um, Marlon Marais is how old now? He is 33. Really? I thought he was a lot older than that. Yeah, he seems way older. Hmm. He's been around for a while. And the fights, some of the fights he's been in have been absolutely crazy. But comes into this fight on a three-fight losing streak. Corey Sanhagen, TKO. Rob Font, TKO. Marab, TKO. Um, this is an opportunity for him. It's a huge opportunity for him to to make a run. And, right. and to take out a uh, huge up and coming prospect, dude. He's twenty. Song Yudong is twenty four years old. That's that's insane. He, he's making his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth UFC appearance. He's uh, eight and one in the UFC at twenty four years old. That's nuts. 
That's did insane. You see, did you see um Marlon Marais? You remember his his uh WSOF run, World Series of Fighting? Mm-mm. That run was insane, man. He was a champion for a long time. Um this motherfucker's a savage, man. He used to he he hasn't been the same for a long since he came to the UFC, he hasn't really delivered in a way that that he the way he was dominating in WSOF. But I think this is a huge step up for Song Yadong. The problem is that it is if uh, Marlon Marias can take the power of Song Yadong. Right. If Marlon Marias can get past the power, I think that Song Yadong has nothing else for him other than the power. Mm. And if he can get past that and deal with that, I think he he bounces back impressively. Mm. One punch man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's just changed his name to One Punch. He's serious. One really Punch Marais. The only thing that scares me about him is that his his gas tank. It's so many times we've seen him yeah. lose because of that. Where he like, example his last fight against Marab, where Which he is absolutely weird. almost knocked him out. Is that then, a five round fight? No, that's three rounds. He used to fight five rounds. That's what I'm saying. He used to do well fight five, but now we start to see him gassing in these in these three rounds fights, which is which is weird. Um, Wadi said Marlon's a two minute champ. He's also knocked out the champ. Um, we got a first-time chat from viewer C- Connor Demon- Demomo said, if Marlon doesn't KO him early, Song will get the decision. Mm. Um, also, I got to pee. Bisc- okay. That's fair. Bisc- that's fair. Bisc- <laughs> they're talking to me. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a fair, that's a fair uh, assessment, I guess. I would, no, I, I would agree with that. Biscuit said he cuts a lot. There has to be. Everyone's saying EPO. Also, he tra- now he trains in Bangkok. Yeah. He trains in Bangkok now, Tiger Muay Thai, right? Does he? Yeah. He, so he moved from Jersey? He said, I think for this camp he did. Oh, wow. Um, Gargantua says, Yadong looks good. Um, 2K say, if you're getting KO'd by Marab Light Ground and Pound, that's worrying. Marab Light Ground and Pound. Marab is a machine. Also, Pierre said he made Aljo do the dab. Hasbullah says Marias is suspe- susceptible to the boxing. Big Dong, FTW. Uh, Dial said it's like he gets to a certain point in the fight where he's reminded of how Cejudo beat him and loses control. I guess that's a theory. I don't know. <laughs> what? Mouty Mount said Marlon's main problem is his gas tank. Once he hurts you and has you compromised, he empties the tank trying to get you out there and can't do it. It happened against Cejudo and uh, Marab, I can't say his last name. Yeah, he he has been gassing. He does like he pours it all out, and then if he doesn't get, he gas. But I I I want to know what it is because like he used to fight five rounds in WSOF. The dude used to go hard, and all of a sudden comes to the UFC and just started gassing and just I don't know. It doesn't look the same. So. Uh. 2K said song first round KO. Oh, you wildin'. All right. Mandrew said, I'm happily putting money on Marlon. Uh Hasbulla says Big Dong takes it. Um Everybody likes Song Yadong. Rory, said, Rory imp- says Yadong takes his back and pounds him out. Hey yo. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Yeah, Ty Pod said uh, he left Jersey a while ago. He was at ATT for the past two or so fights. Oh, word? Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. The thing is, I wonder what makes what made him change his camp. 
you know and that leads me to believe like all right if i'm cha- he's changed he's getting tired he made a change that means that all right he feels like he's not getting the, the work that he's supposed to be getting where he's at all right so i feel like coming into this fight maybe we won't see him get tired how many times have we seen him get tired so far maybe like three times or something and those things kind of just stick right mm-hmm. um maybe we don't see him get tired you know maybe he, this is his first camp in uh Thailand? In Thailand? Yeah, apparently. Right, so maybe we'll see a difference, I'm hoping. Uh, Biscuit said Barbosa left Mark Henry at the same time. Mm. Um. Anyway, let's move on to the next one, right? It's that time. You guys gave your picks, right? Yeah, I'm going with... Uh, I'm going... My thing is, if he can get past the power, Marlon Marais. I think he's the more well-rounded fighter. I think he can get it done if, if he can get past the power. If someone gets finished early, it's going to be... Uh, Marias getting stopped, but mm. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna go decision for Marias or a sub sub for Marias. I think I'm going Song Yudong. All right, big power. Yep, exactly. 24 years old, big prospect. Plus 195 for Marlon Marias, minus 240 for Song Yudong. Uh, and now for Rory the- made a good point. Rory says maybe he walks around heavier now because he's in his 30s. You're right. He used to walk around a lot smaller. Maybe mm. now he's heavier, so. The weight, the weight cut is hitting him a little harder than they used to hit him. It's possible. Yeah, that's, possible. A, that's, that's a huge possibility, right? Main event. We got number five, Thiago Santos, light heavyweight contender against number six, Magomed Ankalaev. Bro, Magomed Ankalaev. This guy's a beast. Mm. Un, uh, phenomenal striking. Dark horse. What? Dark horse of the division? Yeah, definitely. I saw someone on, I think it was on Twitter or something, said that they could see him becoming champ next year or in, you know, in the upcoming years. Of uh, What's the rank? Pull up the rankings. Of light heavyweight division? Who does he have to get through? Let's see. He beats Jerry. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think he would do that as well. As as much as uh, fans don't want to hear that. But um, light heavyweight rankings are... You got... Give me top five. Okay, he's six, right? Yep. Thiago Santos, who's fighting tomorrow. Anthony Smith, Alexander Rakic, Rakic Jerry Prashaka, Jan Blahovich, Glover Teixeira. Rakic is his toughest test there, I think. Mm. I think Rakic would be his toughest test. I think he gets through Thiago Santos tomorrow. I think he gets through Anthony Smith. Jerry and Jan? I don't know. But Alexander Rocket, I would agree with that. Rocket is his toughest test, I think. Uh. But I got him winning tomorrow. Um, Thiago's been around a long time, been putting in work for a long time. Um, or oh, I can't win out again. But I also think Thiago hasn't been the same since his Jones fight. Yeah. I mean, even his last fight against Johnny Walker, that was a terrible fight from both guys. Yeah. It's true. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we have it. Well, what I this is complete complete side note though. I'm going with uh, with Ankalov to win this. Um, but look at the difference in their arms. You see the way one one arms are bent and the other guys straight straighten out. Uh huh. That's the sign of a guy that grapples a lot versus a guy who strikes more than he grapples. You're saying the guy with just the, the, but just the, their uh, their makeup. The guy with the bent arms. Yeah, grapples more. Yeah. It's just a right versus the guy who's like straight on, straight just on, letting them hang. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just something that just develops from 
years of training. That's and pretty shit. wild because you yeah. said that you've seen what's his name, uh, uh, Nogara. Oh yeah, so he can't like like open Joe, his arm. Yo, Joe Nogara is <laughs> fucking cooked, bro. He's like just that's terrible, just rounded like this. That's honestly so sad. It's crazy. He's rich, so he ain't that sad. I mean, yeah, true. He's got money. Excessive said deep arm analysis by Randy Brown. There you go. <laughs> um, but this fight, I feel like Magomed on Clive all the way. Yeah, it's, I, I, that's, I seem that's just a hard. It's a hard lock for me. Huh? Yeah, I feel like I feel like he just dominates his fight everywhere. He's the he's the he's the better fighter all around. And like I, I said, I, we haven't seen Thiago Santos really the same. I feel like. Uh, since he fucking didn't he tear both of his ACLs or some shit? He, he did, and and still fought. He's tough as hell. He also fought Kevin Holland. Quick side note: Kevin Holland took that fight on short notice and fought him, which is wild, honestly. Uh, so yeah, Magomed on Clive. Um, so how many locks did you guys give today? Just one. Wow. That, last like one? that last one. That last one. Mago Medjank Live is a lock. Um. Uh, well, we gotta give. We gotta give two more, right? So you know what? Fuck it. You know what a lock is? Ooh. Bruno. Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva's a lock. How about Matthew Semelsberger? Mm, that's a tough one because we don't know AJ. But I, I got I got Semelsberger picked. Pierre said Pereira lock. Wow. House Will said Azamat lock. What? <laughs> Azamat Merkazanov versus Tafan Unchukwi. Yeah, they want their three locks. So you gave two. Uh, I only got two. I, I, locks are like when I've done my research and I'm very confident. I can't just so give you. Can't just what you're fucking, saying is you come here unprepared. <laughs> I can't just come off the dome and just give you locks. I can give you my picks if okay, y'all want to take my picks. But my locks? My locks are my locks. Y'all, I'm not going to throw them out there so y'all can talk shit later. <laughs> That's exactly what they want. Uh, That's exactly. the reason why they want to know. Nah, my locks are my locks, Man, you said Dober lock. Ooh. It's like almost a lot. I'm almost there with that. Like I'm like I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? But excessive said not a lot of female locks either. Chill. <laughs> uh, Mouty Mouth said, "Don't forget Kevin Lee versus Diego Sanchez is tonight." Mm. Kevin Lock. There you go. There's your third lock. There's your, there's your third lock. But Thiago is the underdog plus three forty. Magomed is the favorite minus four fifty. That is it, people. That is it. You got news for us or no? Nah? Uh, barely. I mean, I don't have much. Uh, we can go over or we could save it for Sunday show. All right. I only have like five of them. So, All right, And people probably already know, right, what yeah, it is? Some of them, maybe. All right. So, GG's, y'all. That's it. Didn't somebody ask you something that you said you were going to say later? Oh, it was about my fight, my next fight. Oh, which, all right. Which we spoke about. Wanna. Um. Font versus Cheeto announced. Yes, that was a great one. Yeah, dial. that's news that we can talk about Sunday. So, that's it. I'll catch you later. Um, maybe go live. Uh, Wadi in the week, maybe. Uh, Wadi stood up for you. He said, "Don't be mean to him like that. He's going through a camp right now. Thanks for everything you do for us, Randy Brown." <laughs> Rory says, "Chaos a lot?" Question mark. Wait, did Obama get his stuff yet? I'm sorry. Yes. Says the streets, not me. Listen, man, y'all can lock whoever y'all want to lock. <laughs> Go bet y'all money. That's ain't, it ain't my money. Bet the house. Do whatever y'all want to do. Go bet the house. I'll tell you you're going to be homeless. Huh. It's fine because I'm going to have two homes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great fight. Chaos got some serious power. 
I I wouldn't miss this fight. If I'm y'all, I'm not missing this fight. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude, the dude got, the dude got big power. He's aggressive. Um, he has a mean stare. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Definitely does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. yeah. He has a mean stare. What does that mean? So um, what do you mean? Like the way he looks in his eyes. Yeah, when you fight, when he come out, he just stares at you like. So what does in. that have to do with anything? I'm confused. All right, so you clearly don't get it. So <laughs> yeah, he's um he's dangerous. He is dangerous. He's a dangerous guy. And again, big power. So this is like a classic matchup of speed, um, and just speed and precision versus a guy who's coming with the power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. He's going to see how it plays out. And it's a banger on a banger card. Mm-hmm. So no one wants to miss this. 100%. But, but, um, but, never mind. No, mouth closed. <laughs> I was going to say, why are people always talk about, oh, he got power, as if you got like pillows for hands. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that shit is weird when to he's me. Gonna well, find, when you watch, when you watch his fights, out. yeah. Let's, we'll find out. We'll see. Let's see what happens. We're going to see because how it plays he's out. He's knocking people out with one punch. I haven't, so he's got. He's, you ha- oh, you haven't. So, on stage. so we gotta see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we gotta see what happens. But he's powerful. He's a dangerous opponent. He's very aggressive, right? And um, we just got to see how it unfolds. Connor Demamo said, "Technique beats power." We'll see. Like I said, <laughs> like I said, the man's powerful. But again, you gotta hit something. That's all I'm gonna leave it at that's that. You gotta I hit feel. something. It's like power only. Power works only if it's hitting when, you, when you hit something. You gotta hit something and. I'm too fast for the boy. If there's something to not be hit. I think I'm too fast. I'm too sharp. I'm too skilled. And we're just going to see somebody getting schooled. That's how I feel about it. Roy brings up a very good question, though. He said, who dresses better, though? Come on, dog. Don't talk to me. Yo, don't do that to him. Come on, Roy. Why are you doing that to him, He dresses pretty nice. (laughs) Come on, dog. (laughs) Exester said, let's compare their socks. (laughs) Randy socked uh, up nicely today. You guys will be proud. Show him, Papi. Nice. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, we're gonna have a good fight, man. Um, shout out. It's a chaos got church socks in in every color. Facts. And that's his business. That's his business. That's good for him. But shout out to y'all again. I appreciate mm-hmm. y'all tuning in, man. Yes, thank you. Everyone. Um we back again Sunday. Sunday. I I may actually do a stream in the week. I may do a stream in the, in the week. week. It's the weekend now. I know, but that's what I'm saying in the week. Of before the next show? Oh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're going to see him Sunday, so unless you're going to see him tonight or tomorrow. Later, later or tomorrow. That's possibly not going to happen. Oh, maybe. But we never happen. know. We'll see. We'll see. Who should we raid? We raiding somebody or not? Are we out of here? Mm, I don't have anyone on. We're raiding Exessive, fresh and fit. Excessive said, good to see my money boy buys functional socks. Man, listen. All right, that's it. You definitely not rating fresh and fit while my voice is on these. <laughs> Why who's that? I don't even know who that is. You don't good. Know, keep bro. it that way. Yeah, keep it that way. That shit is nuts. Raid, I'll go right into harassing them. I hope everyone <laughs> said fresh and fit. Laugh like my ass. Oh, <laughs> you got that. They didn't get it. <laughs> but, what? All, right. all right. Later, guys. Thanks for Bye. joining. Bye. Everyone, us. enjoy we'll the see fight. You on Sunday, May four. I'll try and get Randy to stream. Okay. Bye. Ciao. I'll stream Guitar Hero. Yeah, right. You're a liar. No, I know. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> Please. <laughs>